0: Now broadcasting from the next-gen conservative studio in sunny South Florida, bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield.
1: Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Whitfield Report Wednesday edition of the show. I am back, uh, well, and, you know, somewhat of a, you know, mostly, uh, healthy capacity. I, uh, tested (laughs) negative for, uh, COVID, uh, yesterday afternoon, so that's good, so I've officially uh, kicked the COVID, however, I still have a little bit of a lingering uh, cough, which you may hear, um, you know, throughout the uh, show somewhat, but uh, I'll try and keep that to a minimum, Uh, hopefully... Max and uh, Shmuli will join us, uh, you know, here for the program. I did send them out uh, the invite, so they should be, uh, you know, joining with the invite here uh, momentarily. But, uh, you know, as always, I'm just really happy for everyone to uh, be here. Thank you once again for for all the uh well wishes it really does mean a lot to me that you guys uh you know wish me a speedy recovery um and yeah it was really appreciated and uh i missed you guys last week and uh well max is uh joining us well i'm uh making the final prep so I'll let him uh kind of say hello to the audience and uh Max good to have you have you here I haven't talked to you in a couple weeks man how how are you um you're you're muted a, a bit I can see you, but, uh, okay, maybe it's, well, now it's, let me see here, uh, fuck, is, is Melon, maybe maybe Melon is finally acting up for Max, I, I don't know, folks, but, uh, I'm sure he'll rejoin momentarily. Um, In the meantime, we don't have anyone live in chat yet, but I'm sure that will change. Um, Also, it is... Somewhat interesting that, um, for whatever reason, even though the uh, even though it says we're live on Rumble, it doesn't say we're live, um, on the back end control panel here on Rumble. That's a bit weird, but it looks like we are alive. Uh, on the stream page so that's ultimately what matters um anyway though getting uh you know getting into the uh you know uh meat of the show i guess um as i mentioned on monday's show ladies and gentlemen, Not a whole lot uh, happens, you know, this past week while I was sick with COVID. um, It was kind of a quiet news week. I do know that uh, there was some stuff kind of going on, uh, you know, a tape revealing some of Stephen Crowder's, uh, you know, i guess abusive behavior towards his wife although i can't remember remember whether that happened uh you know before i got covid or while i got covid uh i can't remember if we actually covered that on the show or if um or if that was uh you know brought in later okay let's see if max's connection is better all right max you there
2: oh my god well i think i think i got the uh i'm having a lot of problems with my audio i can't actually hear you now this is ludicrous
1: Uh, oh that's weird i (laughs) i can hear you i'm never the one with audio issues either I can hear you. So, for the first time ever on the show, folks, Mac uh, Max is having audio issues. But um there it is. I got you now, Sam. Okay. Good.
2: I uh and- I was I was playing a, a game of Warframe when when you sent the link, and apparently my mic was being used by too many things, and my my system. Oh, freaked out. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah that yeah that's happened to me before as well. So
2: yeah, I just but, uh, I hadn't seen I hadn't talked to you uh, direct. I mean, we talked really in Discord, or Gilded, and stuff, but uh, not really. Haven't talked to you like this. Uh, how you holding up?
1: Well. Well, you know, other, other than other than the Chinese trying to assassinate me with biological warfare uh, uh, last week, um, you know, I I've been I I've mostly uh, I've mostly just been amazed at how literally like I picked the perfect time to get COVID as far as the news cycle because. As far as I can tell, literally nothing happened. Yeah, nothing while I was at all. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it it was it was perfect. Like if I had to get sick, uh, you know, I got sick. You know, at the most opportune time because uh, the calm before happened... the storm, if you will. <laughs> the now the
2: everything's only... news.
1: The, the only thing of note, I guess, that happened that I'm kind of curious um, is uh, Aubrey Marcus, the guy who started on it, had Robert uh, Kennedy Jr. on his podcast. Um, and that kind of went viral. But other than that, like, that was the only, um, you know, thing and I know that you're, you know, that you kind of have connections to the Kennedy family. So I don't know if you have any opinions on RFK Jr. or if he's even a likely candidate. I try not to get too excited.
2: Let's start there. No, he's not a viable candidate because he's the anti-COVID lockdown, anti-vaccine guy on the left, right? (laughs) So, um, like... He'd probably have more luck running as a Republican, but on the flip side, a lot of people liking him because they like what he says about COVID. Look at what he has to say about gun control. Look at what he has to say about healthcare and look at what he has to say about reparations. And then maybe, you know, you might get a better picture of why I say he's a non-starter. Also he's a non-starter because it's the Democrat party and they have super delegates. Uh, bernie anybody yeah no but no i mean it's interesting to see somebody with the the thing about Kennedys is is they're not particularly um impressive people uh usually they're scumbags almost all of them universally and uh yeah that's I mean, like the thing is, he's 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 gotten this little niche because he he's taken on the kind of the left versions of like the the anti vaccine stuff, which, again, like a lot of people like him yeah. on the right, even for that. And I can understand that because he is literally the only anti-vax candidate in the race at this point, as far as I know, uh, certainly for a major party with uh, media attention anyway. Right uh kanye's not in no matter how much uh nick fuentes like limp wristedly slaps at the world
1: you saw that right yeah yeah i I saw that i saw that today um and
2: (laughs) man like fathers okay if you're a father out there teach your son to throw a punch because if the, if your son is the one limp wristedly swinging at people in a viral video, you're you bring great shame upon yourself.
1: Just uh, yeah.
2: Don't don't allow your kid to punch like that. If you have a son, is it okay if it's yeah. a daughter? Because he did totally punch like <laughs> a girl. Uh, sorry, that kind of thing gets me so mad. Like, where's his kid's father to teach him how to like make? He had his thumb. Tucked in his fist.
1: <laughs> Who makes a fist uh, like that? No. 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 no, no. The, worst, the worst thing is, is uh, Nick doesn't even have cerebral palsy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You,
2: had, you would have an
1: excuse, but I bet you you'd throw a better punch than that. Oh, oh oh fuck yeah. I was I was actually taught how to throw a punch by uh, one of my physical therapists who uh was a former Navy boxing champion, but you know, even so like the fact that I the fact that I have more upper body strength than, than uh than Nick Fuentes A <laughs> hey, hey, it's, hey, it's not surprising, but B it's also sad. So Yeah, it should be
2: surprising. He should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> he, he his father should be ashamed of himself. Any man around him, because he's surrounded by all these, like you know, the older men into young boys kind of thing that they got going on over there. <laughs> so what look, but in between trying to like groom these young boys, why doesn't one of these older men teach him how to throw a punch? Oh, right, because they're a bunch of degenerates who can't do it either. Not a man in the fucking whole thing. Anyway, uh you we were talking about something different, but that was on my mind front and center.
1: Well, well, <laughs> well, that, well, that,
2: <laughs> that man, oh God, that man no. is going to help you win the culture war single handedly
1: and a civil war too. Well, well that and then like what's going on with Crowder now too like I guess he's a I guess he's a wife beater or or like at at the very least like a stout (laughs) that was
2: was the news that you were kind of sick for wasn't it so that one's a bit tricky right I I don't think it it painted him as a dick but it's also a clip out of context they're in a messy divorce you know Uh, yeah. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing. I, you know, I have like, I have ring cameras and stuff like that around my house. I have, I have, uh, stuff basically. I'm, you know, could be recorded most of the fucking time. You would never find a video like that of me saying something like that to my wife ever, like in a million years, like that's just not, and we've been together, you know, uh, going on 17 years and married for going on 10. So I, uh, no that's not the normal way Couples bicker Let me let me tell you because I've seen a lot of people say this Oh this is the normal way couples bicker If you are bickering like that With your 8 month pregnant wife He's better off divorced uh, Quite frankly Even if it costs him millions right? Because that was obviously A toxic relationship And she's better off too Because if the two of them get together and start screaming I'm going to fuck you up you 8 month pregnant Like <laughs> come on like, yeah, get the uh, fuck out. It's not that I think Crowder is a piece of shit. There's no evidence or even suggestion that he hit her, right? Uh, there's a suggestion, like, saying I'm going to fuck you up to your eight-month pregnant wife. Yeah, like, that's bad on him, and he hasn't taken actual responsibility for it, in in my estimation. I watched his little response video, and his response was, Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to unseal the court docs and show everybody your mental health history. Not, Not the right way. <laughs> not the right way to respond. <laughs>
1: uh that that
2: to me was like okay yeah
1: so so he's, he's so he's basically leading into the full like ethan ralph e-drama style a little bit with his, with like his those wife are now those are very ralph-esque
2: uh, uh ways to handle things i think but <laughs> i don't know like as far as the video goes Showing him in, in that relationship on their worst day does a disservice to both of them. I don't know if she leaked it or somebody else got it somehow. I, I'm not really sure the specifics, but I did watch the video. Not great. Not great. Like, this is not what you yeah. want to say to your pregnant wife. I get it. Again, it's showing somebody maybe on their worst day, and so that's maybe not the most fair thing to say. And also, like the biggest thing is there is no evidence or even an accusation from the wife or anybody else that he hit her. And I, and I think that's important to remember. Uh, they had, they had some knockdown dragouts, outs and, uh, and now it's a messy divorce. Like that happens. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think it ruins Crowder's fucking career. I also don't think highly, but, but my take is the same as it's always been. And you know what it is, is stop looking up to e-celebrities present company included for your moral guidance on how you live your life. You can take advice from people, you can get ideas from people, but just know that like, you know, when the camera turns off, I, I go take a shit. Just like everybody else, right? Like we're we're just people, we're, and, and, and the hypocrisy among e-celebs is a big thing. And it's staggering to me and most other people because we're not that hypocritical. We're not so blatantly phony. That it can be exposed so easily. Normal people don't live that way where they live a public life that's a complete lie. Only really like very online people do that. And it's specifically like e celebrities. And so just look, right? If, if you watch Crowder for entertainment, be entertained. But when he gives you advice about a marriage, maybe say, yeah, sure, buddy, and go the other way.
1: Because, yeah, well, yeah, well, that's the that's the whole problem, th- though, and i I don't think it nec- I don't think it's necessarily just with like conservatives. I think no. society in general has this weird thing where we like where I mean, our social
2: like, relationships are like uh, the only thing in the current year. <laughs> I mean,
1: I mean, I mean i I hate to say it, and it's ridiculous, and everyone laughs, but there, there are there are people who unironically look up to the Kardashians mm-hmm. as role models. Now to you know to you or I or to anyone that tends to listen to this type of podcast, we all kind of roll our eyes and you know laugh and mock people that you know that unironically watch the Kardashians, but there are people out there that do so and I mean, you know, they had like the number one rated reality show for years and they've made well, millions of dollars. Say what you want. They built dollars. an empire. You
2: know, they built an empire so, on yeah. a sex tape, actually. Uh, yeah. You know, I, not, not, I, I've never watched the show, like not even clips. Right. I've just heard people talk about it over the years. Um, no,
1: not, and I, I wouldn't, I I've it's seen, not something I would want to watch either. Yeah, no, I think, I, I think I saw, I think I saw like one thing, like once when I was flipping around, like on the TV, like one night back when, back when we still had cable, but yeah. Um
2: But yeah, you're right. It's not right, just yeah,
1: celebrities, like, but I feel that
2: e celebrities and you're right when you said it's not just the right it's the left too but the east celebrities feel more personal to these people and they they actually derive i would say more like life advice from them uh than people do with celebrity celebrities because like hollywood celebrities seem untouchable in 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 some ways right like you're you're never gonna be friends uh with sylvester stallone necessarily it'd be very strange if that happened Mm. right But you could potentially have some type of interaction directly with Steven Crowder. Right. It's not that difficult. So
1: I think that has
2: something to do with it.
1: And I I actually have. And spoiler alert, he's kind of a, he's kind of a dick.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I've, you know, I've seen some fun stuff that he's done over the years and I just don't I don't look up to any of these people. Actually, I think I think most of them are pieces of shit. And I keep being proven right in individual cases over and over and over again. But the point isn't, oh, let's burn down all these celebrities or don't watch them ever. uh, Don't watch any of that type of content. It's just. They're they're very likely not a good role model, (laughs) you know, odds are
1: well. Well, and you know, it, it's it's just like politics in the sense that people like people like to mudsling, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, Crowder's Crowder's the bad Crowder's kind of the "quote unquote" bad guy <laughs> guy of the week. So, you know, everyone who everyone who who likes to shit on Crowder, M Mersh is going to have their you know day in the sun, so to speak you know well say... I, I mean
2: to be fair crowder at least could marry a woman
1: <laughs> uh, yeah that well that that's that, that's, that's not true. the merch was... win he thinks
0: it is right <laughs> <laughs> no well I...
1: and then well it's... and then the the, the the thing that was annoying was um you know i i had my phone like i was really sick like i wasn't checking my notifications most of the time but when i did go on to twitter a few times like i i had all these owen benjamin fans and yes i know they're called bears but i i refuse to use that well but if you said that i would have a
2: whole like i would have a whole set of questions because you specified owen benjamin fans (laughs) now i know but if you said there's a bunch of bears online talking to me i'm gonna be like where the (laughs) fuck did you get out you're, you're, you're over there in like yeah. fucking bear Twitter.
1: I don't, I don't know if they'd go for you. You're not twinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, no. It's a, it's a, it's a whole fucking thing. <laughs> with, with, with Owen, but yeah. But anyway, all the, all the Owen Syka fans who were D, who were DMing me like, Owen. Oh, Owen was right about Crowder all along. And this and this tape proves it. What now? Okay. Okay, so
2: was so I. What? I. I I was right about Crowder. Yeah. I was right about everybody because I say that they're all human beings prone to failings and are probably hypocrites. Again, yeah. present company in, included, right? We we can't. You know, we're out here doing the same thing. Hey, look, I, I give advice. I just gave advice about teaching your son to throw a punch. But I feel that my my reasoning, you know, is more important. nobody, nobody's gonna listen cause oh, well, Max said, <laughs> nobody cares what the fuck I think, right? But logically, yeah, you see that video. In fact, uh, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. While you're going over the Owen Benjamin thing, I'm gonna actually bring that video up because I can show it right on my screen here just so that people know, how bad the punch looked because yeah, don't have your son be that guy. Anyway, sorry. Still don't. stuck on the fucking like,
1: <laughs>
2: like. Come on, what is this shit?
1: No, 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 no. Hey, listen. If we, if we if we want if we want to play it, like I'm all like I'm still kind of like I'm still kind of getting over the COVID common, so I'm I come along. But, but, but fuck it. If I if I hang a log up on air over over uh, a Nick Fuentes video, it'll be worth me dy- dying live on air. Yeah, um,
2: <laughs> just uh, just mind blowingly funny. And, like to watch that. This is a real thing that happened
1: at CPAC, nonetheless. The the, the fat the fact that he got the fact that the whole fight started over him being called a come hunter by someone is equally hilarious too. Like Nick like Nick is literally the guy who cannot fucking take criticism. Yeah. Oh exactly. shit, COVID.
2: COVID. Sam's gonna die of the coof live on stream, (laughs) while I struggle to fucking. (laughs) All right, I got the video. I got the video. Yeah, let's go. Now it is missing lots of context, ladies and gentlemen, and I apologize for that. And I don't know if the audio will come through. You don't need it. There's, it's them grunting, and then the little Hmm. pussy on the other side says, "Don't (laughs) touch him." Like, like it's Bobby Hill. Like, that's my purse. I don't know you. Uh, can we can we make note of how stupid
1: he fucking looks? Now, yeah, what what the What's <laughs> described for the audio uh listener. he's he's like he's wearing like a baggy uh like like not even like a It's it's, not like, even a, like, it's a like, like a bomber jacket.
2: Puffy like <laughs> 1997 jacket i guess kanye wears them so that's probably it he's got uh what looked to be like dollar store sunglasses on and he's wearing he's
1: wearing pants dollar store my man (laughs) this
2: this is the important part uh and maybe we can get a better picture if it's zoomed out a little why is he wearing fish waiter boots what's like those look at the fucking size of those boots it's like, it's like a kid putting his dad's shoes on. What the fuck? Like, well, and, he, and this is at CPAC. So he goes to CPAC <laughs> looking like this
1: and then gets well, in a fight. Well, well, when I was, when I was like in middle school, one of the, one of the stupid things that kids used to do was like wear shoes that were like two sizes too big for him, Because I guess that was like a gangster thing to do or something. In the hip hop scene, so maybe it's that, but
2: but he's like a five foot two white guy, and it looks retarded. Anyway, let's see. So, well, well, yeah. So, so, yeah. So So here he has, he's 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 like kind of arm wrestling with the guy up against the wall. Allegedly, the story is that he the guy called him a cum hunter. Nick came over. And they started having like a, like, I guess in pro wrestling, they'd call this a test of strength it is a test of who's got the limpest wrists or something. Right. And so, so they're, they're locked in this, uh, this gay little death. Group. And again, I'm not, look, the guy getting, you know, punched here. Uh, if he did call him cum come Hunter, that's hilarious. And like props for that, but he doesn't get out of this fight unscathed either because he looks like a mega bitch too. Right. So this is like the sissiest slap fight I've seen in a long time. So here we have them wrestling and you'll see where it escalates from here. The pudgy gentleman throws the kick and then boom, boom, two of the weakest little girl punches I've ever seen. And he even corrected his fist position so that his thumbs on the outside after he finished throwing the fucking punches. But he tucked it in like a little, like a, like a child does, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: if you can see it, it's tough, but yeah, yeah he, he had it tucked. See, he's fucking tucked his fucking thumb. That's how you break your thumb, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> lucky for him though, lucky for Mr. Fuentes, that his wrist is so limp because if it wasn't, he would have shattered his thumb and his
1: wrist. <laughs> I, I, and, and, and I would have laughed Even harder had that been the case
2: and then, and then He steps up and tries to like Mean mug this guy That's, that's a hip hop term for you Sam Mean mugging it's when you give somebody a mean Face Cause you're yeah. trying to act like a tough guy He steps up to mean mug Right And then that dude just walks away Which yes is a smart decision uh, but also, he punched you twice. You should lay him out, right? As a man, you should lay him out. I know they were girl punches, but you should have laid Nick Fuentes out. And that is, uh,
1: that's what I got for you. I, I would have, I would have happily, uh, you know, of course, of course, it, it would be a little unfair to pit Nick Fuentes against basically a rolling tank. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, I think that
3: Sam could defeat the shit out of him as long as Sam could catch him. Like, if Sam got a hold of him with one of his fucking arms, because he's got that wheelchair arm, he's got that dragging you along arm, as well as like Sam's taller, he's gonna kick
1: the shit out of him. The the Nick what Nick doesn't look like the type that could that like runs. Uh, you guys are in. Like, ho- I got a perspective here. You you guys are both uh, Florida-ish, right?
2: Yeah. Two punches, you could shoot him, right? Well, well, yeah. That's well within 20 feet, right? The main problem with the
3: jury in that situation would be, you know, did you really fear for your life? Because, like, <laughs> you know, the prosecutor would just say, look at him.
2: I mean how how could you possibly fear this man? Your honor, my, my my client couldn't possibly have made him fear for his life. See how he tucked his thumb into his fist? <laughs> <laughs> Lord. I You
3: know, it's just it's just sad and pathetic. Uh And you know, I look This might be a controversial opinion. It's a shame that he has to be the way that he is. Because, you know, he could do something productive with his life. He has a modicum of charisma. He's able to speak a little bit
2: coherently. The porn industry always needs fluffers.
3: Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, just imagine a world where, like, he got a law degree. (laughs) You know? Uh, Imagine (laughs) a world where, like...
2: He works at McDonald's. I think, like, it seems like that should have been his thing, right? Because he's obsessed with it. He'd get early access to all the little adult Happy Meal toys, right? Think well, consider this. I mean, we're
3: talking about a man who, who said that he wants to leave the United States because McDonald's was no longer open 24-7. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, did, and, and my... Did, did my...
3: My first response is like, there's not that many countries where you're gonna have twenty four seven McDonald's.
1: Well, well, and and like, and even so, it's like, really, like, when are when are you going to McDonald's? Because even even though McDonald's isn't open twenty four seven anymore, they're still open like eighteen hours, like. They're pretty much open most of the times. So. But I
2: want but I want to wake up at 3 in the afternoon <laughs> and stay up all night because because fuck you mom, no bedtimes.
3: Well, look, like I can understand the frustration at you know your favorite restaurant not being open 24/7, right? But to borderline cry and and say that you're going to leave the country because of it just uh, speaks to a certain level of immaturity, right? I have my frustrations with America, you know, the current state of things, right? But um, McDonald's not being open 24-7 is pretty fucking low on the list, right? <laughs> that's, that's pretty... We're petering on like, you know, economic fucking full on recession that will remind me of my childhood. Right the the housing bubble baby.
2: About, to, about to fucking break the fucking yeah. the, the the what is it title forty two thing and now we got people rushing the goddamn border. Yeah but it's McDonald's we should really be worried about McDonald's
3: <laughs> yeah yeah and, and they, as they as just a...
2: sent another one point two billion to Ukraine but you know twenty four hour McDonald's mm-hmm. that's the key issue. Well,
3: dude, he, he showed up and, like, you know, they weren't wearing a uniform. He was also very angry that they weren't wearing a uniform.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. that's <laughs> You
3: know, when you, when you pull there at 11, you know, sometimes the lady in there, she's not wearing the uniform pants. And this is some affront, right?
2: <laughs> well, uh, I, I'm just... Obs- two types of people that are that obsessed with people wearing uniforms and he cross-section of both right and and really they're cross-section of each other fascists and gay guys
3: well there there certainly is a certain level of like um homo erotica (laughs) <laughs> being being sort of themed after fascism i mean think of think of like the stereotypical like mr slave from south park <laughs> right the hat is like a merge. The yes they basically wear leather nazi uniforms and what jesus right?
2: christ yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no you're right he, he even has the little fascist hat well he has the mustache too true true <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Slave is peak America first No, no, wait, I'm wrong, I'm wrong Because you look at Mr. Slave, he could probably throw a punch
1: Yeah Well, 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 Mer, well, well, Mer, well, Merch keeps threatening. Well, Merch, Merch was threatening to punch me for a while <laughs> Mr.
3: <Mister> Slave <laughs> is open <laughs> mr slave is is like proud of who he is and like yeah. a, a decent he's a decent member of society
2: yeah he like always like uh helps out the kids i mean except for the gay <laughs> shit he does in front of him well you know at this point it's almost wholesome right it's <laughs> almost this, wholesome yeah at this
3: point we've almost reached the point where <laughs> that like Oh wow! Isn't it shocking that they would do that in front of the kids? At this point, like the gerbil episode, it's like—is that really worse than secretly having the child sterilized after confusing them about their gender?
2: I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure either, but you know, <coughs> I no, guess we... at least at least then it was a parody, right? And now
1: it's, <laughs> it's real. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Why is yeah, Sam no, we've laughing gotten to so point hard. Where, We've gotten to the point where South Park is no longer a comedy; it's just a documentary. That well, Sam I love
2: her- it. I love it because Mr. Garrison transitioned, then became a lesbian, and then detransitioned.
1: Yep. And then, For yeah, any- and then, and then, be- and then became Donald Trump true we've
2: covered i just want to point out the beauty of this because that that 14 second clip or whatever has completely derailed everything else that we could be talking about we could be talking trump's doing a town hall on cnn right now uh tucker's coming back fucking all this stuff we could be talking about but i just had to for like that punch man like that the fucking the thumb tucked in to the fist is the funniest thing i've ever fucking (laughs) seen from a, an adult presumably I, I was going to say grown men but like I can't use man to somebody who throws a punch with their fucking thumb tucked in their fist that's not a man yeah,
1: I I, yeah. I I keep I keep forgetting that he's only like 3 years younger than I am because he 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 does he looks like a he looks like a man
2: well he always wears <laughs> clothes that are way too big for him including <laughs> his suits Which seems to be a thing with Zoomers. Zoomers, what's up with you guys wearing suits that don't fit? You want
3: to look cool like Review Bra.
2: I thought the gag was that he looked stupid. Well,
3: no, he's cool. Like, we we all wish that we were him. Like, at, at, at least the kind of guy that's like, Into politics or podcasts or whatnot. Like, we all wish we were doing fucking shortwave radio. Well,
1: well, no, you want to know what it is? None of them have their own suit jackets, so they all have to borrow their dad. It's what it looks like, right? Like, bro. No, I
2: I would only think that's what it is. If you can afford a decent suit, but you can't afford to get it fucking fitted, don't wear the suit. I, I say this as a big man. It's actually tough for me to get a suit, and I have to get it fitted, right? And it, it just—you look Sam, like you look like a child pretending to be an adult when you do that. And it doesn't matter yeah, that you're in your mid twenties.
3: But Sam's no, laughing you... quite hard. Are—are are you on drugs, Sam? Uh,
1: no, but at, well, because I come anymore. on the show,
3: I come on the show, and you're just laughing. The show seemingly doesn't even have a topic. You guys are just talking about random nonsense. And, you know, this is all time that I could be spent, you know, tweeting. If you haven't noticed, I've upped my Twitter game. He has. I gotta give him uh, well,
1: Well, well, it's just really... I, I, you know, the the Chinese released a bioweapon on me last week, so I just about fucking died. Uh... Thanks to yeah, the, I'm. Thanks to... I'm
3: astonished you're alive. I, I I told Max when I found out about this, I said, I mean, it's over for him. He's got like AIDS or something, and um, you know, he's not gonna make it because 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 you know, like people who have got AIDS, they're not like got the best immune system. That's usually like a symptom. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Well, you know, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it was that. I wouldn't say it was that bad, but I mean, I I. I I will have no, no. It was
2: full blown AIDS.
3: Oh, Um, sorry, sorry. I confused rickets with AIDS. Right? You have rickets. That's why you're in the wheelchair. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, sure. Let's 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 go. Let's go with that lore now. So, um, he's also
2: got a he's also got a wistful spleen, you know. Look that one up. That's well, I a, that's, <laughs> that's a pirate thing. That's that's, a, that's when a pirate like the, the one guy who can't hold his piss on the pirate ship, they'd say he <laughs> had a
1: wistful spleen. Well, uh well on the on the plus side though, my my liver my liver has fully uh regenerated because I have been drinking for like 3 weeks, so woo. That's a plus. That's um, a plus. Hey,
2: you didn't need to. You didn't even need to. You boycotted uh, Bud Light even harder.
1: But it it is kind of uh, it is kind of funny though because the last time all of us did a show, Tucker had just left Fox News, and now coming back this week to kind of bookend, uh, you know that he's coming back and he is officially going to uh, Twitter now, and I have the video pulled up uh, in which he discusses that. One of the things I've I've noticed at Tucker for a while is he speaks about himself like in the third person. I do that
2: too. That's a media thing. So he means his team, right? And he's trying to get, like, you, you give credit to the crew. That way it does, I know, like, people see it as pretentious, but, like, the crew, like, don't get the credit that they deserve and tucker is one of those people yeah, that really wants to to give it to them
1: and like yeah he's yeah, had the same, not the same I'm writer even as like a complaint
2: no no i just wanted to explain like that's a thing they teach you in uh in school yeah. for this kind of stuff where if you're the head guy you say we because you, you know you're giving it, it, it's a group effort you know
3: we're just saying that you need to say we. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking ungrateful. I, I didn't even realize about that.
2: <laughs> I was thinking yeah. Thinking.
3: You never say we. You always say I. And it's just like, oh, okay, yeah. Because I'm not doing anything, right?
2: I say I say we what? because it's now a force of habit, even when it's just me. We're acting like I didn't make
1: Whoa. this
3: flag background. Like I didn't make the fucking Whoa.
1: Well, look, we're, we're, really, we're really grateful for, uh, everyone who sent us prayers while we were sick with, uh, COVID. I literally write. That's much better.
2: I appreciate that.
1: I literally write. Hey, it's break. Tucker.
2: Play the video.
1: But yeah. But, uh,
2: yeah, he just, he just said we're back, which was, that was enough. I didn't even need to see the video.
1: I, I was like, yep. But, By the way, 115 million impressions uh, in just, like, in less than 24 hours. Um, 23.9
2: million video views. And I believe a video view on Twitter is at least 10 seconds. So that's actually still pretty impressive.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
2: Far more than he gets on Fox.
1: Oh, yeah, e- easily. Well, the Babylon B released a headline that says, like, like unemployed man, uh, you know, streaming from basement beats Fox, creams Fox News in terms of viewership. So,
2: it's certainly his um, first show. Yeah. Hey, it's.
1: We'll do that. Oh, yeah, easily. <laughs> so,
4: yeah. Tucker Carlson. You often hear people say the news is full of lies, but most of the time that's not exactly right. Much of what you see on television or read the New York Times is in fact true in the literal sense. It could pass one of the media's own fact checks. Lawyers would be willing to sign off on it. In fact, they may have, but that doesn't make it true. It's not true. At the most basic level, the news you consume is a lie, a lie of the stealthiest and most insidious kind. Facts have been withheld on purpose, along with proportion and perspective. You are being manipulated. How does that work? Let's see. If I tell you that a man has been unjustly arrested for armed robbery, that is not, strictly speaking, a lie. He may have been framed. At this point, there's been no trial, so no one can really say. But if I don't mention the fact that the same man has been arrested for the same crime six times before, am I really informing you? No, I'm not. I'm misleading you. And that's what the news media are doing in every story that matters, every day of the week, every week of the year. What's it like to work in a system like that? After more than 30 years in the middle of it, we could tell you stories. The best you can hope for in the news business at this point is the freedom to tell the fullest truth that you can. But there are always limits. And you know that if you bump up against those limits often enough, you will be fired for it. That's not a guess. It's guaranteed. Every person who works in English language media understands that. The rule of what you can't say defines everything. It's filthy, really, and it's utterly corrupting. You can't have a free society if people aren't allowed to say what they think is true. Speech is the fundamental prerequisite for democracy. That's why it's enshrined in the first of our constitutional amendments. Amazingly, as of tonight, there aren't many platforms left that allow free speech. The last big one remaining in the world, the only one, is Twitter, where we are now. Twitter has long served as the place where our national conversation incubates and develops. Twitter is not a partisan site. Everybody's allowed here, and we think that's a good thing. And yet for the most part, the news that you see analyzed on Twitter comes from media organizations that are themselves thinly disguised propaganda outlets. You see it on cable news, you talk about it on Twitter. The result may feel like a debate, but actually the gatekeepers are still in charge. We think that's a bad system. We know exactly how it works and we're sick of it. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter. We bring some other things too, which we'll tell you about. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. Free speech is the main right that you have. Without it, you have no others. See you soon.
1: So this makes me wonder. Uh, it sounds like Elon is going to. I mean, it sounds like Tucker is going to Twitter exclusively now. Well, uh,
2: Elon responded to that, actually. I don't know if you saw that tweet. He quote tweeted the video. He said that um, there's no deal in place. There's nothing exclusive. He has the same as any other uh, you know, creator that that does this kind of content and that if he crosses lines, he'll be banned just like anybody else. That's what Elon said. Paraphrased. I don't have the tweet in front of me. I, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth that he didn't say, but that's pretty much what he did say.
1: Yeah. Uh, let me see. If... Okay. Uh, let's see.
2: Yeah, it would have been probably two days ago, and he tweets a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, um,
2: if you own Twitter, you probably would tweet a lot more too. You know.
1: Uh, I I do like I do like this funny meme though. He, he he
2: he comes with some fire uh, memes.
1: I gotta say. <laughs> Yeah, I also saw a um, meme
2: this week about Elon that I, I wanted to bring attention to. Uh somebody asked that why his smile is backwards. <laughs> and it's true if you look at like fake pictures of him, he's clearly smiling, right? But the corners of his mouth go down. It's, I never noticed that. Keep an eye out for it. If you see pictures of Elon, you'll notice.
1: Yeah, I no, I I have. Okay, here here it is. Um, <laughs> okay, so here here's what you're uh, I believe here's what you reference. So mm-hmm. Elon's response to Tucker's video announcement uh, on this platform, unlike unlike the one-way street of broadcast. People are able to interact, critique, and refute whatever's said, and of course, anything misleading will get will get community notes. Uh, I also That's want true. to be clear. I also want to be clear that we have not signed. By the way, I do want to say it, it is hilarious and just joyous to see uh, Joe Biden getting community notes constantly now the 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 white house of all things is subject to community now it's it's great um as it should uh, be i also want to be clear that we have not signed (laughs) a job of any kind whatsoever tucker is subject to the the same rules and rewards of all content creators uh, rewards means subscriptions and advertising revenue share coming soon, which is a function of how many people subscribe and the advertising views associated with the content. I hope that many others, particularly from the left, also choose to be content creators on this platform. Well, I mean, that's that's a pretty, you know, I guess... Good take from Tab.
2: That's um, it's fair. You know, you know, yeah, it, fair. It, it's uh, it's saying you know he's either gonna sink or swim, just like anybody. Yeah, obviously we know what's gonna happen. That first show is gonna fucking do something <laughs> incredible because everybody's gonna want to see what does Tucker <laughs> off the leash have to say. Now, there's a couple caveats I think to this. If you're expecting him to shit all over Fox News, I doubt it because there potentially is some litigation going to happen there. So it seems unlikely that he will just shit all over his former employer right. like some people want to see. But it doesn't matter because the damage is being done just by by him moving forward without them.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, well there have also been ru- there also have been rumors that Elon is working on building like a video platform similar to YouTube or Rumble. Well, no, he's having
2: That's not a rumor. That's what he's talking about there. revenue share. Like the the yeah, the, having... the technology is already built into the site. Uh how you organize the videos, I think certainly like we would need a whole new like subset of the website where you could just look at fucking videos, but I don't think that would be too hard to make. And they'll be hosted natively on the tweets, so it's basically just going to be Twitter Plus. You'll be able to stream on it, you know.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. Well, that well, that's what I'm saying. Um,
2: that, that that's been the goal, the stated goal, and he's been working towards it. He even says in there the revenue share that's coming soon, as well as the, the subscriptions, which is the new like the super tweets or whatever if you want to call it, and you can. And and that shit's annoying. All right, Elon. Let's 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 hash this out. I don't care if somebody I follow subscribed to somebody. I yeah, you know, that doesn't impress me at all. And I think that's a really like weak ass way to fucking try and chill for subscriptions. People are gonna subscribe to people on Twitter because they like their content, not because somebody they're friends with likes their content.
1: Yeah, well and And right now, they're not really, right now, Twitter hasn't really done, like, a good, uh, you know, idea of, like, explaining what, or I guess the individual content creators, it doesn't really seem like there is that much exclusive content. Um, Like, as a content creator, I don't necessarily see why I would post stuff on here as opposed to something like locals right there there's not like that much functionality on twitter yet like maybe you could get like an exclusive like podcast feed on twitter You're or something right.
2: that, that's what i'm saying the infrastructure is there for you to do this already and it's only going to get better monetarily but what they have to convince people is that twitter is the best way to watch it and tucker being exclusive to twitter is one good way to do that Although, yeah, you're gonna need more than Tucker. You're gonna need left-wing people. You're gonna need all, all. You're gonna need gamers. You're gonna need, uh, fucking e-girls. You're like, like that's what a streaming site is made up of these days, right? And you kind of need that to drive the, the revenue.
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh. Oh shit. Uh, resisted for uh five bucks. Says. Happy you back with the homies and you are doing good, Sam. Uh, I appreciate that. Resisted. Uh so thanks for the five dollar uh rant, as they <laughs> call them on Rumble. So uh very cool. Um yeah, I it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see once they get more video creators too what that means like for spotify uh and rumble too right i mean we we were just talking at the crowder thing and i mean that's got to be that that's not good pr for rumble no, to, uh, to know, be it's,
2: fair, it, it, like he's already bounced back. He has the number one show. We're competing right now against him watching Trump's Town Hall, or we were when I, when I came in here. Uh, he was the number one stream, so it didn't really hurt him much, and I think thus didn't yeah. really hurt Rumble very much. Like I said, look, just don't take marriage advice from the guy. You'll be fine. Laugh at his stupid jokes. You should yeah. take marriage advice from me, Yes, the expert. I've read two books on the subject. <laughs> he, he's really good, you know.
1: I, I, I'm I'm sure you are I am sure I'm sure you are Schmally. I've
2: watched three and a half
3: episodes of Dr. Phil. Damn. <laughs> I used to be well, subscribed to Stephanie that... Molyneux. So
2: well me too, right? To be shoot fair. him at me. It was fine. Yeah, well, me, me too. we should do we should like since Molly, I, like I, he's on like Odyssey, I think I've watched some of his shit more recently, but like he doesn't have the reach that he used to. Somebody needs to do a call in shows like that and just berate people about their mom. I still I still think the uh Dave Schmooley
3: show where we take uh, like dating advice and stuff would be wonderful content, but I understand that it's very niche bringing it up is it's kind of harming this podcast because it's making it very meta because we're talking about potential podcasts on this podcast.
1: Well, Well, one thing
2: thing about Dave, you don't want to work with Dave (laughs) because Dave makes videos on his phone. This is a fact.
1: (laughs) Well, look, if I, I've actually, I've actually brought this up, uh, before (laughs) just kind of in in general, as an idea but i used to uh you know the way block talk radio used to work is you would actually like call in on the phone and like you know you would take calls that way and mm-hmm. if there was if there was some sort of way where like i could take like actual phone calls and like we could have people call in but like actually call in and do it, like on live stream like that would be entertaining for a myriad of reasons. I don't know about because actual have...
2: phone calls, but I could certainly hook something up. Uh, cause obviously you, you want to do the phone call to minimize the risk of like you know, gay ops or whatever. Uh but, right. but I mean we got enough people here that somebody could run the run that and, and vet some people i mean like because it's not i I don't like what are they gonna do anyway that's gonna troll us Uh, is is the the merch fan gonna come on and tell us how awesome he is i would love that actually we should we should get that
1: Uh, yeah or or (laughs) you know or who or who knows probably we we could probably get we could probably get get one of like Jesse's um you know people or or something. I, I don't even know what Jesse's fans call themselves. I know he calls his local goons or whatever. The pot awful cult.
2: <laughs> yeah, but the pot awful cult wouldn't really have like eh. Nah. I don't know. I, I look, I'm on, yeah. I'm open to the suggestion <laughs> open phone lines. Chat chat commenters if you see this after we're live or right now in the chat, let us know. Is the Colin show worth your time? I could set that up pretty easily.
1: You guys yeah, want well, to call? Well, You well, want we, to
2: actually... tell him he should fire us? Let's go.
1: <laughs> Let's we, fucking we, go. We thought we've thought that doing Hell a call Colin yeah. show on front on Friday, on Fridays, actually, you know, yeah, like, like it could very well be worth it. Um, or some as type of funeral, anyway, yeah, as far as the uh Trump town hall goes, uh, this may be a hot take, but I don't really care that much about it, partially because it's CNN and. CNN is about as exciting to me as watching uh but, well I, I got you
2: but here yeah. let me let me let me uh let me trump pill you on this
1: this man like why like why is walk to kill me okay yeah trump me. you take he walks
2: into the enemy territory proudly and just yeah. shit, shit flings with those reporters And corrects them. And it was... What I watched of it was fucking hilarious. And it's probably the best Trump thing since his re-election campaign started this time. We'll We'll have to go through it. Cut some clips.
3: And talk about it on your next episode. But, yeah, I mean, that take kills me, Sam. Because, yes, they're uninteresting. Uh, They're now, now like, the number one rated uh, news network on cable TV. Which is funny. Because they're doing so... With ratings like uh, forty thousand at eight right. o'clock at night, is the top show on cable news. I mean, I take this as a victory, you know. Well, and with all of these like journal layouts, uh,
2: and so and so to, to, to that point, they had to have Trump come in, and Trump was <laughs> like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna come make fools of you people. <laughs> You're gonna give me free advertisement like you did in 2016." and get <laughs> fucked bitches and it was, it was again i came in during it so i missed they asked him um, they asked him about the ukraine war
3: and they said do you want ukraine to win this war as if as if he's going to say no or whatever right and what he said was i don't think in terms of winning or losing i think in terms of getting it settled so that all these people stop dying
1: based
3: and rich. you know i do believe that the most sincere part of donald trump's platform and his priority in his first term and i think the th- th- shows is foreign policy he really does care deeply about trying to improve the foreign policy of our country so that less people die taking out isis was one of them
2: and he has he has the track record to prove it like you're saying yeah if you remember
3: there was some tension there was some tension in syria between america and russia but for the most part we worked together to defeat isis
1: true well this is the this is the one thing that like uh, that always really pissed me off with um With the libertarians, right? Because they they would always like, they would always bitch and moan. Ah, Trump's a status. This Trump's a status. You know, whatever. It's like a, but it's like as far as like foreign policy goes, he was pretty much like the libertarian wet fucking dream. Well, and here's Um, the thing.
2: Here's the thing. Who's who's the main like who is the most autistic libertarian? Well, Rothbard died, right? So it can't be him. Uh is not autistic enough it's walter <laughs> block right and what did walter block have yeah. to say on the issue well walter block has this old analogy that he would talk about and it's okay you're a slave right and they're gonna let you vote for the new slave master on the one hand is slave master baddie who beats the shit out of you enjoys torturing you and is just the worst person ever he's he's a psychopath and on the other hand is slave master goody. You're still a slave, but he but he treats you pretty decently, right? He's he doesn't beat you as much and uh, whatever whatever. You're going to vote for slave master goody, and saying I'm not going to vote is against your own self interest, and thus he created libertarians for Trump. That was his deal, like he he, and he pushed that, and he's always been consistent. He's always voted for the least likely to start a war candidate including Obama and he regretted that decision afterwards as a lot of people did because he didn't he promised to end wars and then just didn't right but but this
3: this right. idea that Donald Trump somehow um didn't have the correct foreign policy when it comes to Ukraine is absurd and I'll tell you why it was Donald Trump that approved giving arms to Ukraine this was when he first came into office mind you that was lethal in nature mm-hmm. prior to that we were sending them blankets and bandages as russia sent their little green men in the ukraine army basically disintegrated when uh, russia did that and you had to have private citizens form militias to fight them and that is the origin of the azov battalion mm-hmm. which comes out of uh right sector Now, right sector was helped, helped overthrow the regime previously in the revolution of dignity before dissolving itself after democratically elected elections came about. Right. Um, But who was it? Which president was it that was putting pressure on the Europeans to spend more on defense?
2: That would be uh, Donald J. Trump.
3: Yes. What president was against building the pipeline? From Russia to Germany, Donald Trump. The idea that he has somehow... Um, it was his inaction or being a puppet of Putin or whatever that led to this is ridiculous. They invaded Crimea under Obama. And they invaded the rest yeah. of Ukraine under Biden. Well, True.
1: well, Trump being, a, Trump being a Russian puppet, that... That whole notion in in and of itself is just laughable. In general, that there's literally no evidence for it whatsoever.
2: Or, or to act like he's a warmonger when he when he wound down wars, ended wars, and, and like Biden might have botched the landing, but the reason we left Afghanistan was the deals that Trump made to end that fucking war. Nobody yeah. wanted, like like. Yeah, no. His administration negotiated directly with the fucking Taliban, which was unheard of. And that's the thing about Trump and foreign policy is the unheard of is the first thing he's going to suggest because it's common sense. Oh, it's unheard of to to talk to the enemy and try to come to a fucking truce. But like a normal person is like, well. You know, how, how many how many U.S. soldiers do we need to keep sending to die after 20 fucking years?
3: Well, if, if you remember, because this is, this is left out of the analysis that a lot of Americans make on the withdrawal from Afghanistan, it was the Biden administration that reneged on our agreement with yes. the Taliban, pushed back the date that we would pull out for political reasons.
2: And, right? and at first they were saying, oh, well, we're not going to set a date because – they, they did the the Obama Bush thing, right? Oh, a date will embolden them or whatever. And then they finally realized, like, if we don't honor this shit, all hell's going to break loose. Yeah, but
3: we didn't honor it. We didn't pull right. out on the date that we agreed. But, and so, yeah, the Taliban I mean didn't, didn't
2: uphold. If we didn't pull out at all, it would have been a lot worse. Oh, That's yeah. That's what I was trying
3: to get at. Sorry. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I, and I mean, I'm a bit, this might be a little bit more conspiratorial, but I do believe that, certain elements of our government were trying to botch the withdrawal in order to put pressure on whoever was president to not go through with it
1: yeah oh yeah i think absolutely
3: you look at the weapons we left and all of that stuff i i think that they weren't dealt with in a timely manner uh on purpose so that they could say well we'd leave all of these weapons sir
2: well they flat out they they flat out lied to Trump about how many troops were in Iraq. They lied to Trump about how many troops were in Syria. Generals, yes. Generals to the commander in chief are lying about how many young men and women are in harm's way. These are our country yep. like I understand that a lot of people on the right have a thing against the military recently because you know they're not in control of the levers of power. I get that. But at the end of the day, these are American citizens being put into harm's way and a general is lying to the commander in chief about it. That's treason as far as I'm concerned.
3: Well, it it certainly goes to show that this sort of concept that we have, unfortunately, is wrong when it comes to like govern like uh, what do you call it? Civilian oversight of the military. There is a reason why he is the commander in chief. Yeah. Right. There's a reason why we elect a president to do that. And that goes back because you remember senators weren't elected directly by the fucking people.
2: Right. Only the House was originally.
3: Yeah. And then the president, like the president came along before that. And we elected a president to be the commander in chief for this specific purpose. mm -hmm. The idea that a cabal of generals... Can conceal the truth from the president is just an an outright attack on the concept of civilian oversight.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and i i hate to, i hate to be this guy too, but you know, uh, I mean, as Eisenhower, as President Eisenhower once said, "Be aware of the military be be very aware of the military and industrial." complex i mean because i can guarantee you that lockheed martin or you know even even uh you know uh oh lockheed martin or bose or any any of them even they did not raytheon they did not want the war to end at all because that meant less profits for them so yeah. Mo- a lot of money in building uh RPG launchers.
3: Well yeah, well and, with the Ukraine we- war, they're gonna make a good
2: amount of money. I mean we're clearing out all the old stock of our weapons. Well, we gotta get new ones there. This is a thing I think a lot of people don't understand is the numbers being quoted as what we're sending to them, we're sent- we're not sending them all direct money, right? A lot of what we're sending them is the guns, the bombs, the planes, et cetera, right? Like munitions, arms, tactical vehicles, like aid, right? It's not just directly like money. And that matters because we're taking shit that we're going to decommission anyway, you know it's oh this 20 million dollar tank right but the tank's actual value because it's it's been depreciated over so many years and it's about to go out of commission is nowhere near 20 million right so the numbers yeah. that we're we're seeing about how much aid we're giving is a little skewed because of that it's actually good for us to get rid of that surplus shit and pawn it off on them and for them our old shit is overwhelming force right so it's it's a good deal for both sides Whoa. in that regard. Although yeah, it's not yeah, a great deal if gonna... you're a taxpayer and you just don't want wars, right? Like like because well, yeah, that... the downside is, is that doing this runs us the risk that we're going to get into a war with Russia over it, right? So I, I'm I'm not. I think Trump's got the right idea. Let's sit down and talk to both sides and see how we can stop people from
1: fucking dying. Well well what I, what I was going to say too is our uh, our old shit that's going to get decommissioned is still state of the art yeah uh you know to make... i mean this is to this an is extent. we're
2: talking about shit that's been made in the, in the last like 20 years uh we're not giving out a lot of like 80s surplus cuz we don't have a lot of that
1: yeah no the soviets but, yeah. have a lot of
2: that the soviets are all about 80 surplus which, to be fair, the aesthetic of some of their weapons is pretty baller because of it. But that's besides the point. Yeah.
1: Well, well, well people, people think that. I mean, I I literally uh, talked to a smooth brain earlier this week who, who was like, "Oh no, when we're, when we're giving Ukraine our old our old stuff, we're giving them Vietnam era stuff," and it's like. No, <laughs> not quite. No, our, 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 our equipment may be old, but it's not that old. Uh, um, yeah, we're there's, n- there's
2: not a lot of military, fucking, uh, uh, old school, fucking, uh, M16s lying around in the surplus anymore. Like, those are mostly long gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, I mean. I mean, I'm sure that some of that stuff would be pretty cool as like a collector, but that's about it.
2: Well, and that's because we left so much of it behind in Vietnam. It's interesting, the parallels with Afghanistan and Vietnam. And you can see the difference between a president who wants to just finish the the fight and get out of there in Nixon versus, oh, well, I guess we got to leave in Biden, right? Uh, Both of them were massively botched. And that's why it's so similar. Um, but Nixon went in and said, okay, well, what's the plan now? It wasn't, oh, where we have to withdraw by a certain date. The plan was, all right, we're going to just go in there, fuck them up so bad that we'll just be able to go home. Didn't work out that way. It usually doesn't when you're dealing with the civilian insurgent population. But it was a strategy, right? That's Biden's right. strategy was to waffle to change his course, uh, to tr- to do a troop surge right before the withdrawal. People forget that. Like, send a whole bunch more in before we're going to pull them out. None of it makes any sense. It's all incoherent, demented old man shit. And it's the sad part is, it's not the demented old man that made those decisions. He just got told by some well, generals and agreed with them.
1: Well, I mean the the other the other parallel too is in both cases there you know there's been lots of debate as to whether or not we should even as to whether or not we should even have even gone into either place in the first place. Like
2: Afghanistan. You know, there's
1: been debate
2: is a little a little better in the sense that if, if Osama bin Laden was hiding there, I could see why we would want to go there and get him out. Right. And get him. That made sense. But you notice that one, the official story is that he wasn't there. He was in Pakistan. Why didn't we invade Pakistan? Oh, right. They have nukes. Right. And uh, then the the other thing is, if he wasn't there, then why are we fighting the Taliban at all? Like, why do we even care? And then they they pivoted the fucking narrative. Now, Iraq's a different story. They just flat out lied. Weapons of mass destruction. Yeah fucking lie uh and and vietnam as well the gulf of tonkin was a lie uh for for the young for the zoomers out there (laughs) that their history only extends to about 2015 the gulf of tonkin incident is what started the vietnam war there was a ship in the gulf of tonkin claiming it was being fired upon by the Viet Cong, and they even claimed that it was sunk guess what no such ship existed this is this is not A conspiracy theory. This is public record. They admitted it after the fact. Fucking, they wanted in. Johnson, Lyndon B. Johnson, wanted in really bad. Kennedy kind of wanted in too. There's this narrative that, oh, JFK didn't, he was going to do this and he was going to do that. Yeah, you can say that because he got his brains fucking blown all over the goddamn sidewalk. But the reality was, is he was desperate to get in that fucking war. And Johnson just carried through on all the policies that Kennedy was going to do anyway.
1: That that's that's actually kind of a hot take, because I've I've heard for years that Kennedy was assassinated over not wanting to get into Vietnam.
2: I've been over this before. I don't know if it was on this show, but Kennedy was assassinated by the Soviets. That's the big thing that nobody looked at. A literal fucking defector who joined the Soviet Union, then went to Cuba, then comes and shoots the fucking president. It was a con- that like the conspiracy is it was the communist foreign governments literally paid funded this fucking guy. He was one of the best fucking shots in the goddamn uh, military at the time in the U.S. They gave him a Russian bride and then sent him back hey, and yeah. hey, go go fucking kill the president for that's what fucking happened. That's and, it, and it's a mind boggling because that is sort of the official story if you look at it. But nobody wants to. That's not as sexy. Also, also, what happens if our government admits that the Soviets killed the president in ni- in the, the 1960s the, in, in the 60s.
1: then yeah, we wouldn't yeah be then well, yeah, well, yeah, I was gonna say then then the war then the war goes from cold to hot.
2: yeah, yeah, and, and it almost did so. right before that with the Cuban Missile Crisis. Kennedy fucking Kennedy fucking stood them down. They didn't fucking like it. So they sent this fucking psycho ex-Marine to kill him. That's what happened. You know, you could look at all these other conspiracies and, and they sound better because they make, they, they deify him. They martyr him, right? Oh, he got shot. I've heard that he got shot because he didn't want to go to Vietnam. I heard he got shot because he wanted to do the civil rights act, which wasn't even fucking discussed while he was president, by the way. Uh, I've heard that he got shot. Because his brother was investigating the mafia, and that's why they shot his brother too. But yeah, there's no, like you have to make up another shooter for that theory to work at all, right? And the evidence is not as good as people think. I don't know. I, I'm probably well, gonna. Your audience is probably gonna fucking hate me for saying that, but it, look, the USSR well, yeah. killed our president. That's the and they covered it up from you. Well, not you, because you probably weren't fucking born yet, but they covered it up from the American people that the Soviet Union killed our fucking president. That's the conspiracy. Well, no, I,
1: I've, I've, I've always believed that the Soviets were, were responsible for the, for the JFK assassination. Uh, right, personally. but they, would,
2: they wouldn't have done it if you wanted to, to get into fucking Vietnam because, because they wanted that war. Because it, it distracted us from them. Yeah. So it, it's just one of those things. Anyway, whatever you think about the Kennedy assassination, the point remains that LBJ, at the very least, wanted into this war. If you don't think, you, you can look into what Kennedy said about the Vietnam War and why he said we would, should get into it, because he defini- there's definitely papers that he wrote from in, in the archives that you can look at of what he actually said about it. But regardless of that, LBJ wants in. What does he do? He lies about it. Oh, they sunk our boat. And then what, what do we see from the Uniparty? is yeah, George I... Bush in, in, in 2002. Oh, they got uh, these, these weapons of mass destruction. We, we're insinuating that they have like a nuke or something, but we don't really know. So we're going to use this vague fucking term. And look, look, here's, here's a satellite picture of trucks. My god, it's trucks. Those <laughs> what could be in those trucks? I mean, could it be a nuclear bomb? Could it be a biological weapon? Could it be dildos? We don't fucking know. But we got to stop this fucking truck.
1: Well, well no, I I just well, I mean, when I when I was a kid, we were all the we were all misled into thinking that like that Saddam was somehow involved in 9/11, and, and that's why we were over in Iraq. And the reality
2: is, that's he thought involved.
1: Osama was an asshole, and he hated him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it had nothing to do with it, but
1: yeah, yeah, but but that but that's how that's how uninformed we were as kids that we thought that like Iraq had something to to do with 9/11, and then later on, like when I was in junior high, and I I found out. I, I found out, oh, Iraq had nothing to do with nine eleven. Well, then why the fuck have we been over there?
2: Yeah, why, why, <laughs> the, why the fuck did it, I have to bury my friends? Well, you don't remember they had mm-hmm. aluminum tubes? Yep, they had aluminum tubes, and possibly, we don't know for sure, but maybe they're looking to get yellow cake uranium. They say that... They say that about Iran. They say oh they're looking to get yellow <laughs> cake uranium. It's it, that's the like the uh they said it about North Korea. Which well we is know they true. had
3: nerve agents because we were helping the Iraqis target the Iranians with the chemical weapons that we sold them in the Iran Iraq war.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Yeah. funny that, funny that. And it was really, it was really good, you know, overthrowing Saddam. You know, that's why we didn't do it the first time, because we knew that that would upset the balance of power. And then the entire Obama administration's foreign policy was trying to make up for the fact that we had shifted the Sunni Shia um, balance of power in the region. And um, wow, lo and behold, because they're the majority of Iraqis are the same type of Muslim as the Iranians that Iran gained influence in Iraq. It's really crazy that it's really crazy that, and then, you know, that's why we yeah. had to support. But, al- but Qaeda. You gotta
2: remember we were told, we were told that all Muslims were in on it. Right. And they're all there. There was one flavor of Muslim. It was just, Oh, this Muslim terror. Uh, all the Muslims uh, are happy that this happened. You know, that's what I got told by the mainstream media. And I know more than anybody because I was in high school. I was, it was my senior year and I was a video nerd. Even then, So I sat in the fucking video booth at school with like four different networks on just recording and watching everything. And uh, the amount of bullshit in, in those first few years is off the fucking scale. But Hey, here's the grand conspiracy. You want a conspiracy? I'll give you one. The government lies to get us into wars. And also the government has lied to prevent world war three, because again, if the, so if they said on, you know, if they had uh, a Walter Cronkite, he's the boomer guy they love. Right. They had Walter Cronkite come out and say, ladies and gentlemen, today the Soviet Union has murdered our president. What do you think is going to happen? Like, like well, the people, people would demand fucking blood. And they knew that and they didn't want World War Three. They wanted their little Vietnam skirmish where they can get the arms manufacturers lots of money. And it's oh, it's just a bunch of fucking farmers and fishermen. What are they going to do? <laughs> And that well, was the mentality well, they it? went into Iraq with, too. Oh, it's just a bunch of fucking people living in shit huts. What are they going to do? Right, they're going to do Fallujah is what they're going to fucking do, which on the one hand is the <laughs> finest moment in modern military history on the part of the, our men and women who went in there into Fallujah and fucking face down the most scary, intense situation in you could go in, clearing a entire city house by house. <laughs> that's full of fucking one insurgents and then two people who support you, but just didn't want to leave. And you got to figure out which is which, right? And that is the situation that these motherfuckers lied to get young men. Like my friend who died into, and that pisses me off. I don't know. That's, that's your conspiracy though. Ladies and gentlemen, is that the government doesn't care if people die, especially us soldiers as long as they get their little skirmish, but they, they don't want it to be too big, like fighting the fucking Soviets.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, which, you know, we'll, 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 we should have done it. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? Dan, we would have won. Well, I mean, Dan, it's interesting that you bring up Walter Cronkite, because I do remember that like for a while, Dan Rather was kind of like the modern day Walter Cronkite for, a, for a while. I mean, I I remember, yeah. like uh, I don't I don't remember watching Dan Rather myself. But I remember, like my grandparents used to love Dan Rather. Him well, and uh, Peter Jennings too. Or they're the same. That.
2: They're the same in that they're they're the likable guy that's lying to your face. Walter Cronkite yeah. was a liar. He lied, and he was—he was a communist. If you didn't know, he was a member of the Communist Party. Oh yeah, I, I love—I love like Tim Pool over here. Oh, we need more people like Walter Cronkite. Yeah, we need more commies in media. I think we got enough, bro. Chill out. <laughs> Calm down with that shit. You know.
1: Well, well, Tim Pool is like trying to be Mister. Like, I'm not like partisan. I'm neutral as fuck. So. Um, yeah
2: tim pool's got a whole set of fucking pro we could do a whole show on that and then we yeah he'd, well i he'd mean start, he's a fed poster he'd, he'd start peddles. sending dmca claims to try and fucking extort your channel yeah oh
3: sorry sorry you I know forgot. what i forgot that we have you know to, what i uh, we have to suck I, him. I, I I forgot that he I, abuses the copyright system. I forgot that that's what he does. While he's claiming that uh, everything's against him, YouTube's against me. They're censoring me. You gotta subscribe. You gotta join my paywall content. At the same time, he's fucking misusing the copyright system. Yeah,
1: fuck him. I I like I I I would like to see Tim Pool go try and go after this channel. Because a, I'm not, I'm not on fucking YouTube anymore. B, uh, uh still the problem with the DMCA
2: though. Yeah, the the Rumble has to respect it too, right? And so, like, yeah, like it's potentially could go. Like, the thing is, I think Rumble would be make a more reasonable decision because in the case I'm talking about, the video that he he did. I didn't even use clips from his channel. I just showed a video that he didn't own of somebody pulling his hat off because spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen, he's bald. And that's the worst thing in the world to him. That's why he wears the beanie. You know, it's it's literally he just doesn't want to be bald, which, you know, I, I can I can not relate at all because I'm going to be 40 and I don't even have grays. But. Fuck, man. I like if I got to that point, I know I got so, a big ass forehead and motherfuckers think I'm receding hairline, but I'm just fucking giant. And so wait, he, if I was receding he, like him, I would just shave it, you know? Why not? Who cares?
1: He DMCA'd you over hurt feelings basically. Yes. It wasn't gave me two oh, strikes
2: but- and then sent me a message saying they would send a third if I didn't take the videos down.
1: Th- that is that is almost hilarious in and in like a really sick now, way. I'll be fair.
2: I don't know if it was him himself. It might have been somebody from his team, but it was certainly. Oh, probably. The, the Tim Pool channel. Probably we not.
1: Well,
0: I'm,
2: sure,
1: I'm sure he's I, got better. I shit got, to do, why,
2: But they did it in his name. So I hold him responsible, right?
1: I got, I got a copyright claim on one of my videos from Gavin fucking McGinnis when he when he was still at Compound Media, and that, and that cunt. And I'm yes, I'm gonna call Gavin a cunt because that's what he is. Uh, he DMCA'd a video in which I was actually agreeing with Gavin on, but he DMCA'd me because I mispronounced. His name McGinnis instead of McInnis. No, sorry, Gavin McGinnis. Fuck you, asshole. Now I'm going to purposely mispronounce your your name every single time. And this is
2: why I say don't take your fucking moral lessons from some fucking YouTuber or content creator. They're fucking... They're petty. Like... And, and uh, I don't exclude us from this. There's a bit of narcissism involved, right? In, in wanting to make content to begin with. You have to have that to some degree. You have to think, yeah, yeah people want to hear what I have to say, right? And, not, uh,
3: not for me. I, I, I feel like I should make people hear what I have to say. Like, I, I, my ideas are so good, well, I should impose and interject mm-hmm. it
2: upon the audience. Right, right. And that's uh, what I mean. Yeah. That's that's a level of narcissism above what I'm talking about, but yeah, it's still yeah, you gotta have that. And so is it any wonder that a bunch of like narcissistic content creators also happens to correlate very highly with a bunch of sensitive little bitches who can't take can't take criticism, can't take a joke, can't take you mildly disagreeing with people. Like that's the way of things nowadays. Can't yeah, even just, have real debates. Well, we, well used, we used to sit there and have like these wild fucking debates on Facebook groups years ago, right? Yeah. But you can't even really have those kind of debates anymore because some third party is going to come in and just tank the whole thing, even if you're having a good fucking
1: back well, and forth. Well, in regard in regards to Facebook debates, I I remember I remember those because I was in a few groups like that. The problem with Facebook groups is you can't even have like interesting, never mind debates, discussions in general, because if you do, the Facebook, the Facebook administrative team will just come in and ban your entire group for no
2: to be fair reason. To be fair, that's our fault. And I'm sorry. But before that, (laughs) it was great. And then uh, USA Today did the article about our group, uh, Alt-Libertarian or whatever, which, which both me and Shmooley were mods in at some point or another. Oh, no, were you? I don't think you were. Never mind. A- anyway, it was this big group, and, and we had one rule. If you report somebody, the admins got uh, to see what you reported. And so my rule was if you report, I'm banning you because we don't need people who report. We don't need tattletales. And that worked until USA Today did the article about the group, saying it was this dangerous, blah 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 blah, and they Facebook shut it down. And now that's Facebook's stance. So I'm sorry, Sam.
1: So, it had to be done. It had so, to. Be done. Uh, so you're so, so you and Smugly over here ruined Facebook for everyone. No, nah, mostly
2: uh, <laughs> uh, blame Benji Buckles specifically
3: yeah i mean Uh, i just want to say i I was never a mod but i mean those those were a, a wonderful time for the internet i mean facebook was great it really was it really did give you the ability to kind of like reach out to these disparate groups and sort of like interact with them and this was sort of prior to this concept that we have now uh which really came about with the cancel culture in terms of platforming and all this other shit
2: content moderation
3: it's like sorry uh i had fun owning the nazis and Mm -hmm. owning the commies and owning the conservatives and owning the lips right i had a good time reaching out and making fun of people this idea that uh you're not allowed to like know about people who you disagree with or have a debate with them or have them on a show is ridiculous especially the show thing because you have a right to make content that is entertaining and
2: you have the right to invite people and a literal right an inalienable god-given right that is recognized in the first amendment of the constitution
3: yeah and and so this culture that has been built up to like undermine that in people's minds or to have people come after you for that is ridiculous look like if sam brought on some like nazi weirdo to debate him or interview him right and it's like gonna be a dumpster fire people enjoy that kind of content i mean we used to do this on like daytime tv right in the yeah. 80s the the, yeah. the idea don't Jerry touch anything controversial
2: Jerry Springer famously just died. He brought like a Jewish family in the KKK on and had them sit down and fucking chat.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I want to go back to that kind of a world. I think that that was a better situation to have than this sort of tiptoe around isolate ourselves so that we're small little pockets of people that, uh, that don't go after each other. Yeah. I I, I like a good, I like a good freak show, but I also like the, the ability to have intellectual debate. And if I'm not able to argue with people without having to consider, do I agree with everything they say and do they have ideas that are too controversial? Oh, God, I, I got to disavow. Yeah,
2: I find that to be stifling. Well, pro, pro, pro tip, ladies and gentlemen, just never avow anybody and then you never have to disavow
3: yeah 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 i mean i always have found that terminology uh to be fucking weird you know oh i disavow it's like w- w- why are you fuckers swearing allegiance to people on the internet i i don't it's weird right
1: well well it, well it well it's also i mean this is this is how bad cancel culture has gotten where, where people are like I could, I could lose my job over this, you know, over this debate. And it's like, sir, not for nothing, but you work, but you know, like, I'm, I'm just using like hypothetical in this instance, but it's like, sir, not for nothing, but you're a, you know, you do, you do like phone support at like a call center. Like your job is not, um, can't, can I can I
2: tell you something magical that a lot of people miss out on and just don't want to uh, acknowledge? Yeah, you might get Absolutely. you might get canceled, and then you can't get your cushy jobs in the service industry that you had, or in the tech sector, or whatever. But as a guy that grew up in blue collar and worked blue collar jobs for a large portion of my life, and by that I mean some of the hardest work available, uh, the local construction yard will hire you if you have edgy opinions. In fact, all the construction workers, well, all the white ones do, right? I bet you all the Mexican ones do, too. And, uh, yeah, manual, oh, yeah. Labor, manual labor ain't going to cancel you. You ain't going to starve in this country if you're willing to work. Problem is, most people, you know, hey, if your job is dependent on you saying all the right things and you don't want to say all the right things and you've made that decision, it doesn't mean you're out of the system entirely. It just means, unfortunately, you might be limited to fucking working hard labor. No, I I agree. That fucking
3: sucks. Well, I mean, I I agree. But even if you have a good, a decent enough job and you can find workarounds, I mean, this is only going to make it so that very, very dedicated people engage in this behavior, right? Well,
2: because I was getting to the second part of it. Even if you can weather that storm by getting blue collar work. What are they doing now? They show up to people's houses. Yeah. If if you make the news, they're gonna stand outside your fucking house and throw rocks and shit, right? And, and that is insane. For just having to, to, it's it's the left has decided that our viewpoint
1: is forbidden entirely. Yeah, and and he, there's no debate and anymore. He, and even if, and even if you don't make the, and even if you don't make the news, I mean. Again, this goes back to what we were talking about the, a few weeks ago with, like, law enforcement and, and police officers really fucking up with the whole swatting thing. Because, because yeah. now, rather than, rather than canceling uh, people, oh, oh, you have an opinion that we don't like? Oh, well, we'll just get you fucking swatted and, you know, call mm-hmm. call CPS and get your kids taken away over false... And then all Uh, the people that engage in this
2: kind of behavior on both sides, all of them, will turn around and cry that the other side's doing it. So, you know, we're completely justified. And it's like, okay, well, we're never going to have – like, we aren't going to bridge this gap because the left has decided that our viewpoints shouldn't exist at all, ever, right? And the, the right is starting to get to that point with the left. So what, what do you do with that point? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not even, it's not even so much like the debate thing. It's just, I can't have on a freak show. I mean, once again, I remember a time on the internet where I could find these like niche weirdos and interact with them and it was entertaining and I could have a discussion with them or an argument well, with them or fucking hear them out.
2: Well well now well, you yeah, have but, to choose from the pre-approved Kiwi Farms weirdos that you yeah. can't actually interact with for the most part because they, well, yeah, but, they they fucking troll shield all their fucking
1: goons. But but Shmuley, here's the thing you're missing out. Uh you you never took any of those weirdos seriously, right? Uh, now, for whatever reason, because Zuckerberg says so, you're supposed to take every single internet weirdo you meet seriously because they could be dangerous. Well, I mean, you would have, you kind of would have, oh, sorry. Why? I I don't know. They're not going to tell you why, but the, the overlords on social media just say that we need to take the weirdos seriously because they might be dangerous so therefore you should take them seriously
3: well i've found ways to get around it and adapt and overcome and uh you know max can attest that i'll bring to him some weird subculture that i find on the internet or some esoteric shit right um so i I don't want to make it sound like it's impossible but it used to be a lot
2: easier yeah it is stifling. It is upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. And th- this is why the quality, like when we troll people now, the, 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 not even quality, but like the visibility of the people we, the freak shows that we're looking at is much lower
0: mm-hmm.
2: than, than it used to be because the world seems to want to mandate that you be nice on the internet all the time. Mandatory politeness
3: right but i wanted to to interact i mean you say did i ever take them seriously um it depends on what you mean by seriously right because no I, i i didn't take people on the internet particularly seriously however through the course of interacting with them they did make me think about things or force me to come up with a defense of something that i had not um ever felt the need to defend in my own thinking so no I, I i did engage with them often in ways that bettered me that ways that were serious
1: yeah well how well how dare they make you think that way
3: well it, but know. this is this is the this is the literally the best case scenario when it comes to freedom of speech hearing an argument from someone who you disagree with can make you really think about, well, why do I believe this or articulate something that had just been in the back of your mind or that you took for granted. It's literally, it's literally necessary in order to think innovative thoughts.
2: And it's, it's why we have such a different mindset than a lot of other internet people is because we were molded in that. And we had we had to come up with, you know, there there was a point in time where I very publicly on the show questioned not only what principles were and what that meant, but what mine were and came to the conclusion that my actual principle is the betterment of myself and my family that comes first before everything and conflicts with nothing else. And I never would have fucking thought that until somebody challenged me on what the principle
1: was or what my principle was over the past. Oh, well, you want to know my big, you want to know my big brain take on all this. I think uh, were were we still allowed to discuss like uh, I don't know edgy or hot topics on social media, like we used to be able to. Uh, I don't think we would have like Black Lives Matter riots or anything like we've had over the last couple of years. And the reason I say that is instead of people like riding in the streets, we would actually be able to say, okay, let's have this discussion on race in America. And yes, it is going to get uncomfortable. And yes, things may be said. And yes, edgy memes may be made, but you know what? We're going to have it out here on social media We're going to have it out and everyone's going to say what they need to say here so that we don't have to go and spill blood in the real world.
3: It's It's literally a chattering class of fucking intellectuals building houses of cards out of abstractions. Not because they're true, not because they correspond to reality, but because it makes them have fucking value. It makes them have status. You know, when you have a world where everyone's language is governed and the ideas that these people conveniently learned in college are very important, then you need a bunch of cat lady PR people to tell you that you need to ban these people. And you need a bunch of um, self-aggrandizing midwit college educated uh ethics majors and hr majors and gender studies majors to tell everybody how they think without that yeah nothing you know while other people were out there like learning valuable skills like truck driver sex worker these people were spending their time getting jobs in order to tell other people how they had to think.
1: Yeah. Well and because they're uh you know their degree their degrees are basically useless so now they have to make up shit to justify well you need why to remember degree... that like
3: if the regime was fucking Nazis they would have went to college and they would all be a bunch of Nazis. If the regime was fucking Sunni Islam, they would be telling you the virtues of fucking Sunni Islam.
2: Right. It's it's the status, the the ideology is secondary to those type of people. Obviously the people pushing this particular agenda take it much more <laughs> seriously than that, but they've tapped into well, something. They tapped into this virtue signaling which works well, hand-in-hand hand with social media so well because you get direct feedback on it. Thumbs up, right?
1: Well, well, it's interesting that you say that, you know, that if the regime was, you know, Nazis, they, they'd all be Nazis then. And, and it's interesting you say that because this new wokeism is kind of like Nazism in the sense of, it has, you know, it, oh, it you don't agree roots. with yeah, you don't agree with us? Well, you're cancelled, bigot. Where where the where the fucking flag? Where the fucking pride flag, bigot. Oh. Both oh, of, you don't you don't want to you don't want to wear the star of David? Well, too bad.
3: I mean both of them are it, critiques it, of liberalism, right?
2: Right. And and, and it, what I meant there is is progressivism in particular comes from the same school of thought that formed the, the National Socialists, and that was American eugenics, right? Yeah, both, both of them were founded on this idea that we could socially engineer people to be better, right? And they took it in some of the same and some different directions, but that's the fundamental underlying premise of both progressivism and neo-Marxism and, and uh, uh, Nazism like uh, actual original, not, not neo-Nazis that are just edgelords on the internet or whatever, but like actual, like the Nazi party uh, was founded on a lot of the principles from American eugenicists and they were, they were friendly with the fucking uh, progressive American, like Hitler thought that if he could just went over American progressives that he wouldn't have to fight the U S at all. Right. And, and he you know, uh, there's some truth to that, I suppose. If 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 Japan hadn't attacked, uh, that might have been a possibility. There there was there was people during the pre-war period. There was an American Nazi party that wasn't the same as like the neo-Nazis that you'll see now. They were literally mm-hmm. just supporting the regime in Germany.
3: Well, I mean, there was the uh, Boond, right? Yeah, the, the the uh, House Committee on Un-American Activities originally was to target uh, Nazism and fascism right.
2: and organized crime. Well,
3: yeah, and this was during well, this was during the well, Red Decade. It was not until later, uh, with uh, McCarthy, uh, yeah, McCarthy, that it started targeting communists, right?
2: I gotta uh well, I got I gotta kick it to chat for one second here. MAGA News Network in the Rumble chat. Hi MAGA News Network says Smugly thinks he is so smart. Smugly is a nerd.
1: Uh,
2: just, you I'm know, not a nerd. You know, no, chat, you, you chat are. just needs
1: some attention sometimes. You think I'm a nerd? Well, I mean well, listen, I'm a fucking nerd. So it's a badge of honor.
3: Well, I mean, oh god, oh god, I'm How the many, same as Sam.
1: Hold on, hold on. How many
2: pocket protectors do you own? Uh, two. Okay, two two's, uh, two's a reasonable number. Do you have one. uh god, Mine is zero, by the way. Uh, do you have um, a protractor handy, like near you? No. no. Do you possess? Do you possess one at all? No.
1: I think my mom
2: might the only have thing one. I have but... on, what no. I have on
3: my desk is a gun, a knife, Democracy the God That Failed, and a TI-84. And
2: Democracy the God That Failed made me put you in nerd territory, but in a good way.
3: Oh, oh yeah. I have... And I have um, The State and Revolution by...
2: Uh, Lenin. There you go. See, he can't be a nerd because he's got a Lenin book.
1: Yeah, I I have this. Uh,
2: I just received a gift that I I, I think you guys might appreciate. Um, Lennon
3: wasn't a nerd like Trotsky.
2: <laughs> this here was given to me, um, by by a family friend who is uh terminally ill. So that's
3: very thing so, sorry to hear that friends terminal
2: well she's in her uh hundreds so it's not that bad oh okay but,
4: but you no, know I...
2: she's she's divvying up stuff and this this little statue i thought was great it's the twin towers with the fallen flag i keep that on my desk now Because my uh... my aesthetic is pretty obvious <laughs>
1: Well it, well, it works well. And, you know, we always highlight the Trump 2024 flag. But I do like the fact that you have the Gadsden flag uh, up there, too. Gotta the, have, the thing about the Trump flag is because I use
2: this to do business meetings sometimes, I occasionally have to take the Trump flag down, but I never take the no step. It's actually no step on snack on this side, right? And then the American right. flag with the Trump flag, and then on that side it's the actual Gadsden flag, because I figured I I needed no step on snack because it was funny, because like who the fuck who the fuck has this flag just hanging up, you know? Who what kind of fucking <laughs> asshole buys that flag to hang? me? That's who I thought it was great, but then I figured I had, yeah. needed a real Gadsden flag to
1: we. We have a we have a dope snick on we don't have a dope snap on uh snick flag in our garage though somewhere that's pretty nice. So.
3: I mean, I think that if we uh get a donation of ten dollars, Sam should read tongue twisters.
1: Uh, you know, for 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 ten, for fifteen dollars, I would be happy to do that. All yeah. right, but
2: it, but. But, ground rule, it has to be one of the streams where you're drinking, so it can't be while you're still recovering. Yeah. Because that would be way funnier. You need to get a um
3: one of those little meters with a donation, Sam.
2: I, see, yeah. Wh- we, you, you do those, because I know you've had them before, right? There was the Summer of Sam fund up for a while. And if it doesn't fill up, it looks like I have that on mine. It's not donations, but it's subscribers. And if the bar doesn't fill all the way up, at a certain point, you kind of want to take it down because it's depressing. Okay, but do, do you, I think we could do $10. I, I mean, if that's the fundraiser, he said 15
3: Okay, 15 Oh, wow, 15 That's a little steep.
2: Yeah, 15 might be out of I, our range. I'll donate $15 to see Sam do drunken fucking tongue twisters.
3: Okay, there we go. Yeah, but I mean, the economy's uh, getting pretty bad. But I mean, it would be hilarious watching him
2: like stutter.
1: Yeah. Well, listen.
2: Uh, oh no, that might be mean. Well, and we're now mandated to well, be nice on the internet. Uh, well, well,
1: listen. Well, listen. Well, let me put it. Let me put it to you this way: if people, if people send merch. If people send merch, merch like a hundred dollars and <laughs> dollars a night for Uber Eats and whatever, then fuck it. You guys you guys can spare me fifteen bucks. Look,
3: look, so. we can't make fun of Sam because he's in a wheelchair unless he puts on his MAGA hat.
2: That's true. You can only make fun of Then everything. we're allowed to be mean to him. Yeah. That makes sense.
4: <laughs> See, well this is,
2: this is why i love our show though is because we went from the silliest stupidest slap fight <laughs> to a serious uh discussion about geopolitics and foreign policy for the last 70 years and now we're talking about sam getting drunk and doing tongue twisters
1: you know you know what i bet i bet I could slap I, bet I could slap fight uh nick drunk and still be Beat him. Yeah, well, I mean, you're less likely <laughs> to
2: break your
1: fucking thumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because this is how you... This is how you throw a punch, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Not... That could go Just like, like that. that. Uh, <laughs> knuckle goes outside the first
2: <laughs> no. no, no, you stick it. He 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 stuck it right between his first two fingers like this, like a little dick going in. You think in. you think that if you made him mad enough, he would do huh? like come at
3: you dressed as Donda? He,
2: he almost like to... he almost was. He didn't have the mask, but he had the rest of the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and and he had like cheap like dollar store, you know those like really cheap looking dark sunglasses that you could get almost <laughs> almost like parody sunglasses like they'd give them to you yeah. in, a, in a pack from the dollar store of like a, this is a federal agent set and it would have these stupid looking glasses he thinks That's he's with blind wearing. oh no he thinks yeah. he just looks cool with sunglasses on mm. come on
3: he thinks he's gonna be over there like ain't no sunshine when she's gone on mm-hmm. the fucking piano that was uh that was bill withers though he wasn't yeah. blind okay i don't know i don't know yeah just, who is the blind guy who's stevie the... wonder so stevie wonder. So, so he could be
2: like very superstitious <laughs>
3: <laughs> sam thinks he's fucking stevie wonder over here you know it's just incredible I, I... that sam got to meet both of his idols <laughs> and both rejected him. I mean that, that's just so fucking poetic.
2: No, that wasn't Sam, that was uh, Nick Fuentes. Oh, Nick. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, I was, you know,
0: it was it was I, a fun bit though. I was, I can
2: conf- I,
3: I the two. They're so similar I, obviously,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, they're both close. No. Uh, no, I I'm like Unlike unlike Nick, I actually got to shake hands with my idols and they actually seem to mostly like me. So So one of your idols you didn't
3: like use during a mental breakdown to attack the other idol? <laughs> <laughs> and then Well
2: uh, Well I mean you, I, I, you I, didn't you didn't I, I you didn't, didn't and then, and then didn't, demand ten thousand dollars worth of Uber <laughs> fares from them? Yes, like literally,
3: he did well, harm. I, well, he did I mean, serious. I, I mean, I harm to both of the men that he looks up to. Just, just think about that. Grew. They, mm-hmm.
2: their lives are forever worse for having and, met him. And I mentioned like the celebrity class, you know, kind of seems untouchable,
1: but he managed to do it. Right? That's <laughs> whatever. It happened. I mean, I mean, I, I. I mean, I did tell Glenn Beck to his face that I liked Rush Limbaugh better, and I think that did emotionally scar him a bit. So yeah, bro. If if
2: Glenn Beck can't understand that Rush was the greatest to ever fucking do it, then he's a bitch, right? That's like saying, uh, uh, you know, you know, you go meet like a modern wrestler. Since since you like the wrestling thing, it's a good example. You go meet like a Roman Reigns, right? And you're like, I like Ric Flair better. What's he actually gonna say, right? And and yeah, that is a fair comparison. And the fucking Rush Limbaugh is like the Ric Flair or the Hulk Hogan of conservative talk. So if he was offended by that, man, what a what a little bitch.
1: No, but but big good on you for saying it. He. I I think he I think he was kind of like a little shocked that I went there, but like but I I because I I, because I I told him I'm like you're my second favorite host and he's like who's the first? I go, Well rush, but he doesn't do media appearances like this anymore. So I uh I got taken into police custody with
2: one of my heroes. (laughs) (laughs) at wendy's at 3 a.m that's a story maybe for another time though
1: Uh, that
2: that Uh, unless you you desperately want to hear it because it's pretty good but uh yeah yeah i've met enough of my heroes to have varied experiences in that department some good some hilarious
1: like that (laughs) yeah i'm sure um what it is is he put his I mean, balls on the counter. He... <laughs> like oh geez. Yeah, yeah. Oh this... geez. Well now we now we have to hear this story.
2: Uh, okay. After concert, backstage with the band, cause radio guy, right? And um hanging out and we're all drinking. And smoking, you know, certain substances that are well—we're smoking weed. It's legal here now. I don't know if I can have to hide that shit. And uh, we were pretty fucked up, and we all decided to go to Wendy's. It was like three in the morning because the after party's over now. We were gonna get some food, and uh, the the woman working the counter was in the back, and she clearly saw us. Uh, this is gonna give it away. All in face paint. And looking like we just came out, she knew there was like a whole bunch of people there, and she stayed hidden in the back for the longest time. I'm maybe not the longest time, but in drunk time, it was the longest time. You know what I'm saying? Like, where is this bitch? Give me my food.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: and uh, so we're, we're sitting at a table, like being rowdy and drunk and assholes and swearing and everything else. And He just gets up and walks over to the counter and he's like, ah, so there's nobody here. So it's basically just our little clubhouse and I can do whatever the fuck I want. And the bitch didn't come out and he's like, I could fucking, I could whip my ass out. And he mooned her. Well, He mooned the camera in the back that he assumed she was looking at or whatever. And he's like, oh, see, if I can get away with that, then I could rub my nuts on the counter. And everybody, like, I don't know, like, I'm not his personal friend, right? I'm just hanging out at the after party. So I didn't say shit, but all his friends, all the other bandmates and shit, roadies and everything were like, yo, calm down. Like, like, we don't need this. And uh, about five minutes later, the cops fucking showed up, (laughs) took us all into custody. And uh they they were cool. They let us off with a war. Well, they let him off with a warning, and the rest of us, it was basically like control your fucking friend. <laughs> I won't name I won't name specifically who put their nuts on the counter at Wendy's, but uh we were wearing face paint and covered in cheap soda. So if that gives anybody <laughs> a clue as to who it was.
1: I, I, I could all I can think is uh, <laughs> is I want my MTV money for nothing and chicks are free basically. Basically, yeah,
2: there's some rock star shit if I've ever seen it, you know. Like, and that's the yeah, craziest, that, uh, that's the craziest celebrity story I have because that, like, who that has is a story like that. It was
1: even in the paper. That is the most quintessential, like, stereotypical rock star story I could think i could think of pretty much
2: so. and uh and just for the record i i didn't see his his junk because he was facing the other way rubbing <laughs> it on the counter so maybe he didn't maybe he didn't pull it out maybe he sure. just rubbed it. i don't know oh, for sure but uh that was an interesting night but
1: but you, but you weren't that curious
2: to find out either, no. right? I was just like, I don't want to go to jail.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> uh, you, I didn't sign up for this shit. So. But. Well, we're uh, we're closing in on. We just passed uh, two hours, and uh, any other topics or. Oh god, what a story to
2: that. close the show, too. I probably shouldn't have fucking
1: gone into that one. <laughs> well, well, you know, sometimes you gotta end the show with a banger. So
2: on the flip side, I'll give you one more that's not as crazy or bad. Lazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony taught me how to roll blunts. Mm. And he's a cool dude. Bone thugs is obviously fucking legendary, but Lazy was the chillest motherfucker and uh yeah that's a good it's not wholesome but it's a good story
1: oh uh someone in chat was wondering let me see if we uh someone on twitter was wondering if we have any uh (laughs) game code giveaways oh shit uh, tonight
2: yeah, we were having so much fun. I fucking forgot. That's what landed on. That way you can take the heat off of me for fucking getting a rest. Let's see, what do we got today? Chat, what are we got today? We've got um Okay, okay. Lego Marvel. Uh the original one. Ew. And I had several copies of the code because I had to buy it multiple times. Because of my son. So it's his favorite game in the world. So um, I'll be giving away a copy of that in the chat. So what you want to do, chat, right now, is one, if you're not on the Rumble chat, you're going to miss it. Two, uh, like the fucking video, give it a thumbs up, follow the fucking channel. Maybe join. Maybe you could subscribe, and maybe we'll make fucking exclusive Sam content of him doing tongue, drunk tongue twisters or something. And... Uh, Whatever, right? Basically open Steam right now while I'm biding your time so that you'll be ready to put this code in and be the one to get it because these things have gone quick every single week. And so I will bloviate for a minute in order to make you prepare for that for when I inevitably, right about now, drop it in the chat. And first one to claim this code gets uh, Lego Marvel which is a which is a pretty pretty good game by Lego stand. It's probably I'll say this, it's a better Avengers game than the Avengers game that came out. So.
1: yep no i I remember playing the the Lego Marvel uh game when it came out, the first one and it was it was fun. so yeah it it's wasn't light-hearted uh light-hearted
2: and silly and there's some there's some puzzles in it that'll make you
1: think for a little bit too. I, I think my I think my favorite Marvel game, and I'm pissed that they took down the remasters last year, but uh Marvel Ultimate Alliance still has to be like it still has to be one of my favorite Marvel uh games.
2: Mine so. my my other one, like the Ultimate Alliance, I think it was Ultimate Alliance 2 was the Civil War storyline, and that was fucking fantastic. But yeah, they, they made the online one, Marvel Heroes. I loved that fucking game, and when it closed down, I was very sad. Because it was just Diablo, yes. but with the fucking you could be all the different characters, and I had I had most of them unlocked. I didn't pay any money for that fucking game. Yeah. Um I do have I, one don't know. I do have one thing I, I'd like to I don't
1: know uh, Oh about. Oh go ahead.
2: It won't take long. I am uh, undertaking a new venture with my good friend Corethus Betnesh, uh, who's got a channel over here on Rumble. And so I would ask everybody, uh, if you could, to give him a follow at Core's Arcade. He's trying to move over here from Twitch, but it would make it much easier if he if he had uh, some some audience. And so the project that we're going to do, because we've never done content together before, really. You know, we stream on his. We play games and stream on his Twitch sometimes. But we're going to do a thing where we're basically going to try out all kinds of free to play games and make fun of them or tell you if they're any good. Uh, because we kind of uh, are are two perspectives of online gamers, right? We're both into online gaming, MMOs specifically, but other sorts of things and we've been playing it a long time and we don't see anybody making the kind of content about these games that we would like to see so be the thing you want or whatever and so uh our new our new project called hardcore casuals is going to be a gaming theme because now i get my political shit out talking with sammy over here uh so i'm going to focus on the gaming stuff uh cringe coffee house is going to return here's the thing I did the Dice Golden film, right? I did the new Johnny Fox update. I might have a Dave episode soon, but it's going to require me talking to some people first. And so, you know, as usual, the cringe coffee house only comes around when the cringe is flowing. And when it's not, we wait. Because you look at all these motherfuckers that cover like weird people on the internet and they just play themselves the fuck out. It's all they do every day they'll talk about the same fucking person ralph and it's just not what i want to do so if you miss Fringe yeah, you... coffee house i'm just trying to make sure to give you the best quality
1: yeah and i mean there's the, the, well well and there's a, there's always archive stuff there's stuff already out there if you need Fringe coffee house that's content. true.
2: And and most of the people that watch my show haven't watched the back episodes, and I highly recommend it because some of them are funnier than anything we did last year. So if you just got that... if, if you just came into this, go watch some of the old episodes on my Odyssey channel. Uh Dave versus the Cat Freaks, a great starting point. Uh Dave Grady goes edgy. There's there's some classics in there. Check them
1: out. Yeah, you know, and it... If you're sad that the Whitfield Report is off, off YouTube, well I basically have all my YouTube episodes back back up uh here. So if you miss Apex Gamma and his shenanigans, you can go watch all the Whitfield Report episodes with And he with drops Apex. by
2: from time to time as well. So
1: he he does and he seems doing a lot he seems doing a lot better these days at least the last time I talked with him.
2: But. Well that's great to hear and uh, we we obviously all wish him well. So
1: uh anyway I think and, and you
2: coming... you get some rest get some fucking chicken soup drink some goddamn fluids and get yourself 100%. <laughs> we need you. Yeah. Yeah you know, um what?
3: I love that well, I... Sam fucked up and put himself on the opposite end, so Max just pointed off at nothing.
0: <laughs>
1: rookie true, mistake, that, is, that Sam. is true. All right,
2: rookie mistake. No, that's great though. I never know which way I'm pointing because, like, the no step on snack flag is on the left on the screen, but it's on the right in real life. So I don't know. It's confusing. Yeah. My left is my right, and my right is my left. It's
3: no, I I get it. It's understandable. It's understandable on a platform like this. But you'll notice on like sub shows, they'll be in the same studio. <laughs> yeah, and they're but they're facing away from each other on the fucking streamlabs. True.
2: All right, well, I, didn't, I, well, I didn't mean to take up that much time, Sam. I apologize. But get get well, healthy, motherfucker. You know we need you back. We need you not hacking up a lung and feeling like
1: shit. You know, yeah, I'm I'm 95% there. Hopefully, I'll be like, you know, at 110%. Next there we go. Time.
2: Let's max it out 150%. So, chat, you know, ones in chat if you want to see Sam at 150% next week. Yeah.
1: But uh, anyway, I think someone may have claimed the code. So if you did, uh, you know, you're welcome. So Lego Marvel is a great game uh, and I'm sure we'll be back when next week. We might, we might have a guest. We might not. It just depends on who's available. Well, to come on.
2: I feel like I should apologize to chat on this one since this, the health of our uh, fearless leader was in question. I didn't know if we were doing the show, and so I didn't seek to book a guest, and that's on me,
1: uh, but it was a little touch and go, ladies and gentlemen, and I apologize. It, it, it was, but, but I survived the Chinese onslaught, so, you know, right. uh, the, the commies can't keep me down, so. It's
2: so like I said, take more than a little coof to fucking stop Sam. But, we're taking over you you guys laugh we got our we got like six to ten maybe 15 and sometimes 20 viewers right but one day crowder
1: we're coming for you we're taking the throne yep hey we, hey we got a hundred i got we got a hundred viewers on monday's show so and that was without even announcing it so But we'll be back next week, folks. And until then, uh, you know, thank you for the well wishes and, uh, you know, appreciate you and talk at you next episode.
0: Thanks for listening to the Whitfield Report on the NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash WhitfieldReport. Until next time, God bless, God save this great nation, and God, freedom, legacy, in that order. Sorry, I wasn't very prepared, Sam. Oh, why can't I hear you guys? Hold on.